Welcome to Service Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our service accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. So, welcome everybody to this episode of Service Accommodation Secrets. It's brilliant today because I have to welcome Sergio Castaneda to the podcast. It's brilliant to have you, Sergio. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And I love the plant behind you. <laughs> so I'm paying homage to Sergio's love of plants and his, um, well, his properties, as you can see from the background, if you're watching the video, are full of amazing plants. So we're part of the Hospitable Host Program started by Jodie, Jodie Sterling, which is amazing. So it's brilliant to have you here. So we'll be able to find a bit more about how you got started and why you're part of the book. And I know you've got lots that you can share with everybody. Yeah, so um, unlike some others, my background actually wasn't in the hospitality industry. so my parents were um, the firstborn of immigrant parents. So like growing up, my dad has had his own little business. Um, not really, didn't make much with it, but I kind of, I guess you could say seeing that growing up, I saw that entrepreneur mindset. And so um, myself had that itch. So I had went to school for mechanical engineering. Um, a lot of it had to do with like friends and family and teachers mostly kind of pushing me towards that since I was like a math kind of person. And um, I had been lucky enough to work for a lot of big companies. So I worked for like General Electric, Boeing, DuPont, and it just wasn't my passion for say, you know, but at that point, like I had graduated college. um, So you kind of go with the flow, go with it. It was really good money. So I landed a manager position for an elevator company so um essentially i was their like service and operations manager and on paper it sounded really good you know they gave me a company car that i could use for personal use so like who doesn't want that you know um (laughs) they gave me a company phone uh essentially it was really good paying for someone my age and it seemed as though i had it made to everyone around me but I was so stressed. I was putting in 60 hour days. I just wasn't having fun. Mm. The elevator industry in general is very demanding. The elevator goes down, it's the end of the world. So Mm. it was just a lot of stress that um, I wasn't having fun with. And I didn't enjoy the culture that I had to face with this, um, with the corporation. Um, Essentially their, there was like, you could win, we won so many office awards with them in terms of like most sales in the region, um, office of the year nationally and all that and how quick all that can get thrown out the door. So um, on top of this, I was, um, a lot of people didn't know this, I was serving tables on the side after work. Um, And so I, on top of my 60 hours full-time job, I was putting in like 20, 30 hours serving tables after work. I would do that weeknights and weekends and I didn't do it for the money. Um, I didn't need it at all. It was, I had fun doing it. You know, I used to serve tables when I was going to school to help pay for college and all that. And I literally 
enjoyed it, you know, to, for someone who is new to, this is a new city for me where I moved and it gave me an opportunity to meet new people. I love to travel myself since I wasn't able to growing up. So I always try to make it a point and I got to engage with so many people, you know, they, some people visiting the restaurant, they're coming in town to celebrate something. They're mm -hmm. walking in with a good mood and that positive energy just bounces off of you and you bounce it right back to them. And I would have mm -hmm. so much fun with them, um, conversate, get to learn their story. I absolutely love asking them like, what's your background and, and hearing about everyone's story. And I literally had so much fun doing it. And to a point where I would like count my hours during my full-time job to serve tables later that night. Amazing. And um, so that kind of put it in perspective and that I wasn't passionate about what I was actually doing. Um, and here there was something where what I enjoyed was traveling and getting to meet new people and share recommendations, share them um, things to do, this and that, and to help build that experience. So um, I'd also, Sidetrack had met someone um a few years ago he had um his dad was filthy rich you know owned like a bunch of buildings downtown and his dad gave him a few buildings in which he sold for a good profit he had a short-term retirement essentially for like two three years using that money and traveled the world he got to enjoy his life um he literally lived his best um and eventually obviously um, he spent all his money and he oh, wow. uh, became broken. He, yeah. So like it only lasted like two or three years. Um, so he had spent millions of dollars during that Gosh. time. Did but he still have his buildings? Thing, no, no, no. So he had sold them. That's how he got that money. Um, so he sold them for millions. Right. Yeah. Damn. And uh, so <laughs> he like, but he lived the yacht life. He traveled everywhere. He did that for two or three years. And um one thing he told me that will never, I'll never forget is that he could um, die tomorrow and essentially not regret anything because he lived his best life, you know, okay. rather than waiting for something um, later down, he was able to enjoy life the way he wanted to. And maybe not to that extreme, but that kind of stuck to me and that why waste our times doing something that you don't love? when you can do something that you do admire and whatnot so that kind of um kind of encouraged me to you know at that point i was hearing a lot about airbnb um some of the customers in the restaurant asking them where are they staying at an airbnb okay. um, had stayed at a few myself so um, i always had that entrepreneur itch to kind of get into real estate so i pulled the trigger I signed a one-year lease on a small studio. It was right by all the top-rated restaurants and um, put some furniture that I had stored in a storage from moving out and not in there to just test the waters. And I had fun with it. You know, um, I tripled, if not sometimes quadrupled what I paid on rent. I saw the possibilities on that financially, but then also I had fun doing it. Um, and so saving up money doing that, I was able to purchase my first home. And this one I bought as is. So I was able to essentially add my own touches to it. Whereas the studio, obviously it's someone else's. I can't really do much to it besides furnish it. 
this I could do whatever I wanted. This is where I could really add my personality to it, hence the plants. So uh, (laughs) we remodeled the kitchen, remodeled the bathroom, um, did all these touches to it. And um, it was a loft style apartment. So my bedroom was on the upstairs area with no bedroom door. And I had a spare bedroom downstairs. And I would rent that out on Airbnb and people thought I was nuts, you know, because I'm literally staying in the same space as a stranger. And it's not like I have a bedroom door either. It's all open space. Um, Besides, they're on the first floor and I'm on the second floor. But I was um, I tried, like I told you, I love to travel. So I'd be traveling to somewhere new or going back to see my friends and family um so half the time I wasn't even there um I would only run it on weekends but that kind of really spiraled everything into I could add the personality I saw how much the guests loved the personal touches to it the plants the design um and then also just the hospitality aspect of it you know they love just staying I got to meet a lot of amazing people and um so there was a week in particular I've been hosting now part-time for two years. There was a week in particular at work where there was a huge regional meeting going on all week long where all the big wigs were in town. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, we I had won so many awards with the department. So you think everything is all good. And then um, that Friday, one of our top, top customers had called um, complaining. And with all the big wigs in there, that escalated really quick. Oh, nice. So that Friday just ended up being one of the worst Fridays I'd ever experienced with all the stress and everything. And like my direct boss, she was amazing, but even her hands are tied when her bosses and bosses' bosses are saying things. So um, it was around two or three p.m. And um, like I said, I had a bunch of work piled up for the weekend that I was not looking forward to. It was just, I didn't respect that culture where um, all these big wigs who don't even know me personally are so quick to judge when um, I'm over here working my butt off to win all these awards and whatnot, that gets thrown out the window. So I handed in my work phone, handed in my laptop, and handed in the car keys to the company car and I called my girlfriend to pick me up and I quit <laughs> no, car. Know, since I was, <laughs> no car at that point you know it was either that or an uber so <laughs> but um oh, wow and I haven't looked back it's been the best decision of my life um the weight off my shoulders um I could now wake up whenever I want I could kind of schedule my own day at this point if there's stress it's my stress and it's my um, future to grow so no it's been the best decision in my life I haven't looked back since I've been hosting um, now for five years and like um, I consult now too so no it's been an absolute dream best decision in my life wonderful so that week was kind of the clincher but you were already thinking it anyway so it's good it happened yeah anyway, it, I guess bless no definitely a blessing in disguise because um I've been like itching to do it but um it's not till you have like um sometimes it does take something like that to occur to give you that little nudge to make that decision it might not because obviously no one wants to not have steady income 
wake up like, oh, I have a paycheck and now I don't. Um, That is a scary decision to make, but it's one of those things where um, I saw an opportunity and um, it was making me money on the side too. And I figured, Mm. well, I have a degree. I could always go back in the corporate world if I wanted to. Um, But I would look back and regret if I didn't make this decision now. So let's. And you had a better weekend, I guess, as well (laughs) that weekend. Oh my, yeah, no, uh, two of my good friends were in town that weekend um, and they were thinking that I was going to be like miserable. I just lost my job and I didn't have anything. No, I had one of the best weekends of my life. Um, but we went out with my girlfriend and I, like I said, all the weight off my shoulders, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Now it's so stress-free. And at that point, um, it's been the best decision for sure. Oh, that's fantastic. So fantastic. And really the, one of the main things that's so distinctive about your properties, just looking at your website, Sergio, is Oh, you're seeing all these amazing plants and cascading down behind you now as well but in your properties they just look stunning so tell us a bit about how that evolved yeah so um obviously I personally love plants you know to me it just adds a good design to the home at least for my personal touches um that I and um they're fun you know they really are little children that have their own personality (laughs) they will definitely let you know when they're upset when they're hungry thirsty um and no they definitely have their own personality and so to me to be able to share that with the guests as well um and there's a lot of like health benefits to it like clean air and whatnot but it's fun you know that's where I say I want to have fun with my guests and what better way than to add a little bit of me into it um, it's definitely been a roller coaster, though. I will um, admit to that. It's I can hard imagine. enough to. <clears throat> Our little oh, plant here wasn't well. It was. It had to come home because it was nearly dead. <laughs> yeah, no, that plant in particular will droop too if it's very uh, if it's very thirsty. But no, like it's hard enough to keep one alive at your own home that you're there every day seeing. Mm-hmm let alone at a home where you have strangers staying there and who knows how they're going to take care and whatnot. So, and they don't like to be moved. They obviously want the sunlight. So it's definitely, um, I used to do everything myself. I thought I knew plants until I really took this on and I learned so much in terms of the drainage, how to properly make sure that they have enough water to, in case that you're not able to enter the property for a week, um, it won't dry out. Um, and all these little things. Um, at this point now, I have a local vendor, so I kind of help promote their services as well, um, which we do also get a lot of our plants with them. So it's like a little partnership and they come and, um, help take care of them, which, um, as much as I I have my own plants to take care of now. (laughs) Um, so it's been a, um, it's saved a lot of hours for me, but no, it's just, um, it adds a lot of personality to the homes and which is something that we embrace for our culture. Yeah, I think it really does. They look superb. Do you think sometimes guests think they're not real? Cause I wonder that cause they don't water hours. Um, yes. And <laughs> um, some, I, most of our guests are amazing and absolutely love them. We even had some who every now and then there'll be like a plant convention locally. Ah. And we've had some, 
um, they'll get like propagated plants at the convention and leave them with us. Wow. And whatnot as like a little souvenir. So like we've um, obviously planted it and started like growing it and whatnot just to help add to the plant family. Um, but no, most of them are amazing and whatnot. We do have to kindly ask that they um, leave like the blinds up if they're not home <laughs> just for the sunlight and not to try to move them as much because they are sensitive. Yeah. Um, but no, they, um, they absolutely love it. Um, a lot of our guests, they're plant enthusiasts too. And that they personally have their own little um, collection as well. So they essentially to them, it's like little friends and whatnot. No, I absolutely love that. That's great. I just realized actually we haven't said where you're based, but it's Columbus. Oh, yeah. Ohio, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Columbus, Ohio. I grew up in around the Philadelphia area, but um, that's where I went to school and, and grew up. But um, moved out to Columbus, Ohio, and this is kind of where we are um, building the portfolio out here. It's an amazing looking city. It's got such a diverse range of, well, there's a lot of business there, obviously, high tech, but also education and must be great for tourism as well with the, the green yeah. parks and river. Yeah, no, um, there's a huge uh, university, Ohio State University, um, within five, 10 minutes of the city. So there's a lot of events occurring for that, whether it's sports, um, football games, families coming in town, or even students coming. Um, there's a lot of conventions going on as well, a lot of sporting events and concerts. Uh, but to your point too, a lot of construction and business going on too. So it's very diverse. I absolutely love it. Now, being that I was from like the East Coast of the United States, I never thought I'd end up here. Um, <laughs> I always, because I was so used to like New York, Philadelphia, DC, um, that whole area. And, um, but no, one thing led to another. And I've been here for five years now. I absolutely love it. Um, it's very diverse, very friendly, a lot of things to do. And it gives me an opportunity to showcase that to our guests too. That's great. And you also help new hosts and you're a, a consultant and Airbnb ambassador now, aren't you as well? So could you share a little bit about that, please? Because that's great. Yeah. So for those that don't know what an Airbnb ambassador is, it's essentially a um, consultant. Um, essentially, we um, they asked some of the top hosts in the air in certain areas to do this. So when a new host goes to list their property, um, there's a button on the side that says, ask a super host. And essentially, as soon as they um, click on that, we get connected and they have help on a one-on-one to help guide them list their property. So I just remember looking back when I first started five years ago, you don't know what you're doing. You know, you're <laughs> literally just going in blind um, and you can only, you only know what you read online and that's very limited based on your time. And you're essentially just putting photos together and a title and description. You're like, I think this is okay. We'll see. And then when you first get your first guest, you're a nervous wreck. What yeah. do I do? <laughs> what do I send them? I didn't think this was going to happen so fast. What? And this and that. So um, it definitely, get, I wish this program was there when I first started and that mm. it gives them, an, um, like me, someone who is experienced, um, I can help guide them along the entire process. So from when they first list their property to their first guest checking out, 
um, and I have access to their listing. I can recommend new photos or different sequence. I can look at their description. I can look at their policies um, and the, but also guide them in, okay, you got your first booking. Um, it's not over here. The next step, let's get them checked in, give them all the information they need and all that. So yeah. essentially like something that would take someone a year or two or a couple of years to learn, I can give them that experience up front so they can get started on the right note. So it's, it's an amazing program on it. So it's, it's really good, isn't it? Really helpful because you, well, there's so many different platforms. So even if you've educated and you know what to do with your short-term rentals, um, then they differ so much as well. So I think that's brilliant. You can guide people through because it's a bit concerning. You don't want, well, very concerning if you've got a guest and you don't know what to do to help them. So it's fantastic. <laughs> But you, yeah. you've also got a beautiful website as well, I have to say. So I guess people come to you direct too. Yeah, no, they do. It's something that we're trying to grow um, this year. Majority of our bookings are through Airbnb. We will occasionally get some on booking.com and VRBO. Um, but we are pushing for direct bookings as obviously a lot of hosts are. Um, yeah. Just something that, that allows you to have more control. Mm. Um, it allows you to really personalize it a little more with the guests. And um, we have a beautiful website too. So why not brag about it? You know, Absolutely. tell our guests to go, go <laughs> on to it. So um, yeah, no, Mark um, with Boostly, he uh, created our website and nothing but amazing things is saying that I had my envision for it. And um, I used to have a um, website with Logify. It was a free website, and sure. but it was very bare bones. You know, it got the job done, but there was no fun to it. There was um, you can really add much more to it. And okay. this is something if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right. And to have ownership, and essentially, it's um, what you would call quote unquote virtual real estate. So mm. it's your you own it, and it's online and. Um, it's your SEO to build. It's your um, your job to help um, grow it. So Mark and his team, amazing. They did such a stellar job with it. And yeah, no, I love bragging about it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it's got all of your beautiful plants and your interiors look gorgeous and your branding's there and everything. So it's really cool. And so in regards to hospitable hosts, uh was that something you came across because you knew Jody or how did you find out about the project for the book yeah so um I heard about it with um being on clubhouse every now and then so I knew that it was occurring but um the real I got invited by Liam he uh, me and him have met about a year ago we joined the Legends X program and so we have been connecting with each other. Um, we're actually, we do a weekly call and to help hold each other accountable and went along with some other amazing hosts. And he had invited me. He's really um, closely connected with uh, Mark and them. And so he had invited for me to help showcase my story um, right. because even though you network with all these hosts, there's there's a lot more to learn from them that you don't always get to um, learn or when you're on a call with them, you're worrying about the day-to-day, -day, not really how they got started in their background and all that. So um, he had invited me and it was a no-brainer. To me, 
Um, similar to the ambassador program, I love giving back and that's why I want to grow more in consulting and that it allows me an opportunity to help those as if when I was five, year, five years ago lost. Um, so any new <laughs> host to help inspire them. But then also um, I had plateaued in my business where I hit a wall and you get so lost, you, um, you almost want to give up. So in hopes for this book to help inspire and re-energize current hosts who may have hit that plateau or wall to say, hey, we've all been there. We've all done it there. Um, just keep on going and whatnot and help re-inspire. So, yeah. So I guess Legends X helped you a lot get through that. And it yes, no, to... um, it helped very much in terms of learning um, the business side of it and that you are running a business. It's obviously it's one thing to have fun and build the property, but there's a lot of departments to it. Um, you should be putting the proper systems in place. You should be thinking um, with a different mindset in that you are running a business at the end of the day. So that helped. That and networking. I mean, I've met so many amazing people through it too. Yeah, people are amazing in this industry, aren't they? I mean, everybody is so helpful, encouraging, inspiring. I guess that's natural because we're hosts, but I found it amazing because there's so many global experts and icons of the industry in this book project. And I was like, oh my God. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's really exciting, but everyone's so humble and, and wonderful, aren't they? So nice. Yeah, no, rather than like viewing each, like some like new hosts will say, oh, I don't want to connect with other hosts because that's my competition. And it's like, it's completely opposite of that in that we're all here to help each other out. We're all going through the same problems, the same hurdles. And it's to your point, like, I guess it is natural because we're all hospitable hosts, you know, yeah. <laughs> this, this is what we do. We help each other out. We're there to encourage others. So, yeah. you know, it's such an amazing industry. <laughs> It's cool. And you never know what problem you're going to hit or what's going to happen or who you need to help. So it's it's off each other, isn't it? Uh-huh. Are you there? Sorry, I think we slightly had yeah, a, yeah, a little judder, yeah. but we're all good. I'm, I'm here now. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> all good. So tell me a little bit more about your uh, plans for your business next. Uh, so the next steps for us, um, I definitely want to kind of went over a little bit in that I want to focus more on owning properties. You know, at the end of the day, um, one thing I always inspire new hosts is that um, to never forget your why, you know, why did you do this? Um, what is the passion pushing you to for this, whether it's uh, your financial reasons or you want a hobby, whatever it is, um, focus on that. You know, that really will help push and drive you to the next level. And for me, it's uh, my parents have given me everything um, and I love them and adore them for, for all that, even though they don't have much to give, they still give it to me. So for me, um, my biggest why is to help them retire um, and that they are self-employed. So they don't necessarily have the 401ks and all that right. to bank on afterwards. So I, 
every day I hate seeing that my dad has to work seven days a week, 365 days a year. And so that gives me an opportunity to kind of give back to them, but also to build my own wealth. So um, I'm a investor and entrepreneur as well. Um, So like a, a side of Airbnb and being a host, I also invest into other industries. So um, one of the things I tried, I'm trying to grow for this year is real estate. Okay. So, and that way, to me, I love it too. And that not only is it a good long-term vehicle for your investment, but also I have all um, the say in terms of designing it. I can add my own touches to it. I'm not working with an owner or a landlord and waiting for their approval to do this and that. Yeah. It's my investment. I can paint it how I want. I can design it how I want. And to me, that gives me no limitations to really add my personality. So that's uh, one thing that we're working on um, that for this year is to network with other investors to help build the portfolio. And um, it's something that we've been successfully doing. It's just about networking to kind of expedite that. Mm -hmm. and consulting i mean i absolutely love it so i'm looking to start a few programs here soon um right now it's uh one-on-one consulting but i'm looking to start a few programs and just to give me an opportunity to give back and whatnot there's so much that you learn on a day-to-day with this to your point like it may take two three years until you run into that issue um but it may happen and rather be prepared for it or ask the person who has been through that, you know? So those are next steps for me for this year. Yeah. Brilliant. It sounds so um, rewarding and exciting for you. So it's brilliant to have control over what you're going to create. Cause as you say, your personality really shines through and um, great to share all your knowledge as well. And will that be some of your interior design as well? Uh, yeah, so I've been asked uh, to design and whatnot some other homes. Um, I'd rather do it for my properties and whatnot. It's just, <laughs> it, it, it is stressful, um, you know, is it, it? It, 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 it is, um, but it's fun stress, you know, because um, yeah. sometimes I overthink and it's like there's three couches to choose from and they're all beautiful, but it's like, <laughs> which one, which one will fit the best and whatnot um but no I had fun doing it at the end of the day it's one thing I, I do look forward to is um when I first acquire a new property it's walking through and okay what can we do um let's change this out let's change that out so it is something that I love doing um but with that being said I'm also trying to grow the business on the side so I don't want to put too much time on that as well mm-hmm. if I want to grow consulting and all that but yeah. no, it's a, it gives me an opportunity to add a lot of um, fun to the homes. So. Oh, it's great. It's great. And uh, as you say, um, Mark at Boosley, so Mark Simpson, he's really supportive. So you're getting marketing ideas from him as well or um, the website only? Or Yeah. No, no. Um, I listen to him all the time when he speaks. You know, the guy knows what he's doing. Um, and when I say he knows what he's doing, he knows what he's doing. Um, and I'm, I'm also very, um, I always try to listen to podcasts, um, whenever I can, you know, if I'm just walking around driving, doing this and that, looking at the properties, um, I'm really a big advocate into self growth, whether it's Mm -hmm. professional or even personal. Um, so, um, trying to read as many books as I can, it's harder 
um, I will say to kind of sit down and really focus, but um, mm. it's one thing I've been pushing myself to set aside 20, 30 minutes every night to at least mm. um, read a few pages and all that. So yeah. Um, no. But yeah, audiobooks. no, Mark definitely knows what he's doing. Oh, he does, he does. And audiobooks are really helpful in that way as well, I find, because, yeah, it's it's kind of doing something regularly enough and spending long enough to actually get the benefit, isn't it? And kind of building it into what you do. But Yeah, like no, definitely well. uh, pod, uh, podcasts and Audible is the app I use for mm. audiobooks. And um, yeah, the AirPods have been the best investment for me in that they're so hands-off. I can just do what I'm doing with my hands and still listen to it. So, um, Awesome. So what advice would you give to potential new hosts? Any tips you'd share? Yeah, so um, the biggest thing I would say is definitely find a mentor. Um, whether it's the ambassador program or whatever it may be, or if you know a friend who started or someone local, um, they don't even have to be local, but to find a mentor to really help you get started. Because when you do first start, there are a lot of bumps on the road. There are a lot of things that you want to make sure you have it checked um, and whatnot. So I would definitely say that and to network. Network as much as you can. Um, tell people what you're doing brag about it, have fun with it, um, get to know one another. Cause like we were saying, everyone is hospitable. You know, we're here to help each other out. And um, they may be asking questions that you didn't even think about that you yeah. like, oh, that is a good point. Um, let me write that down. Let me learn from that too. So we can all learn from one another. So I would definitely say network as you can um, and definitely have fun with it. You know, um, you're not running a hotel, you're running a um, Airbnb or a short-term rental, whatever it may be, yeah. have fun with it. You know, they're not staying at a Courtyard Marriott or a Hilton or this and that. <laughs> they're staying with you. Um, and so add some personality, engage with your guests. If they're celebrating a birthday, say happy birthday, you know. If you're talking to them on the phone, definitely smile while you're talking to them. They hear that on the other yeah. side of the on the phone and they can sense that so now just have fun um and going on my ambassador experience one common mistake i'll see is hosts will be so quick to list their listing and just put mm -hmm. some words up and some photos but i definitely encourage everyone to take the time to really um fully detail that entire listing you know this is your advertisement yeah. to showcase to the guests so add photos professional photos um your title if airbnb gives you 50 characters or the platform gives you 50 characters utilize the entire characters you know those are your key words to help yeah. guests book with you brag about your home and the description and then the biggest thing too is add a personal photo to yourself and then tell people who you are you know they're not just staying at your home they're staying with you so yeah. tell, make them feel comfortable in terms of who you are that they want to stay with Sergio stay and whatnot so um no those are kind of my my tips for anyone getting started oh they're brilliant so good I mean it's all about people isn't it and uh, I'm guessing you don't do your waiting on tables anymore <laughs> No, um, I, 
Would I though? Yes. Uh, if I had more time, I would. Cause yeah. honestly, I had so much fun doing it. And it's, uh, it's so funny. Um, now being in the hosp- hospitality industry myself, obviously the biggest thing is like trying to get reviews. Right. Yeah. And, uh, when I was waiting tables, we used to always have like a, um, challenge who could get the most Yelp uh-huh. reviews or Google reviews for the restaurant. So now it's like, I'm doing the same thing, but for my own business instead, but, but no, it was, it was so fun. I got to meet so many amazing people. Um, they're there having a good time. You're just having a good time. It's that positive energy bouncing off one another. Um, and so this kind of gives me an opportunity to still do that. Um, but in a bigger scale in terms of I can give them accommodations. Hey, check this out. If you're here for two days, do this yeah. and whatnot. So no, it's a lot of fun. Oh, that's brilliant. It's so good to hear that you're doing so well and it's so distinctive and all the connections you've made. It's brilliant. So what would you say are your parting thoughts about the book project? What would you really love to happen within? Um, honestly, my biggest thing is just in hopes that it does reach out to the entire world to help inspire new hosts and current hosts, you know, um, being that I personally have been there and I've started from ground zero. It's not like I was given anything. It's kind of all earned. I used to handle everything myself. So I've been there before in that I've cleaned it. I've done maintenance. I've messaged all the guests. I've, I've literally did everything. I was a one man show when I first started. So I understand the hurdles and I understand the stress that it can come with and the unknowns. So mm-hmm. I hope that this book really um, showcases not just someone locally, but hosts all over the world. You know, yeah. we've all been through it and um, you can to help inspire new hosts and whatnot. So that, and I'm big into networking. Obviously I'm telling other new hosts to network all the time. Yeah. So I'm always open to networking with um, other hosts, guests, even if it's not this industry, but like-minded, I'm an entrepreneur and in- investor myself. I'm active in real estate, stocks, cryptocurrency, e-commerce. So I also do a few other um, businesses as well. So just a big networking if um if I could change someone's life and then also network with the right person, you just never know where the opportunities present itself. Brilliant. Yeah, for sure. I think there's massive opportunity for everyone to learn and be inspired and you know, inspire yourself, as you say, as I am too. It's just amazing, isn't it? Who knows where it can go? But I think that's part of the excitement, isn't it? Yeah. Put your story out there, put your name out there. And <laughs> honestly, it's got, anything can happen. So might as Definitely. well. And if it can inspire one person, then um I think there's a quote that um if you can make someone smile, you may have not changed the world, but you changed their world. And that to me hits and that you can help inspire someone one person at a time. So Definitely, definitely. Well, look, it's been so very good to speak to you. It's fantastic to hear everything you're doing. And thank you for sharing it with all of our listeners at Service Accommodation Secrets. I'm sure you've all really enjoyed this. So thank you, Sergio. Thank you for having me. It was fun, honestly. From one plant to another. To another. (laughs) Fantastic. It's feeling the vibes, definitely. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Okay, thanks again so much. Thank you. (laughs) Sharing the secrets of success.